Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast, your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to be a successful foreclosure acquisition specialist. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Welcome. This is Donnie Corum, your Foreclosure Deals Coach, and welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. We are recording from Creative Density Studios in downtown Denver, Colorado, where despite the supposed to be winter nature, it's pretty pretty warm out there. Wouldn't you say, Jonathan? It's actually pretty nice. Uh, nicer than a couple of weeks ago when I sprained the heck out of my ankle in the snow. But you know, I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm not. I'm not bitter or anything. I'm glad you're not complaining because I, I don't want to have to make fun of you on every show. Like I feel like a couple of them's cool, but after a while, it's like, hey you man, know, hey man, cut it out. I don't like comedic that. relief. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have that. Uh, again, you just heard the voice of my main man, Mr. Jonathan Winston, and producer. He keeps the show sounding pristine. So thank you for your service there, Mr. Winston. We're going to get right to it. we got a lot to talk about today. So right out of the gate, so, you know, we like to keep foreclosures interesting and light and fun. You know, but one thing to note is, you know, the, the political climate really controls the foreclosure climate. This week's show is actually going to be how the homestead tax exemption is a super important part to foreclosure buyers. But one person who knows a lot about tax exemptions is none other than our fine leader, Mr. Donald Trump. Now, before y'all, yeah, yeah, thank you. Before y'all start sending in hate mail about me being a Trump supporter, pro-Trump, negative, we're not doing that. All right, this is not what that show is about. What we are going to talk about, though, is Mr. Trump is moving him and Melania down to Florida right now. And there's a bunch of theories about why he's moving to Florida. We're going to post this article from Forbes. Uh, on the uh, Foreclosure Deals Coach page, but one theory is that he's taking advantage of the homestead tax exemption. We're going to go into great detail about what that means, but the essence of it is, is when you sell a property that you've lived in as an owner-occupant for two out of the last five years, you can sell that property with no tax implications for up to a quarter million dollars, $250,000 in profit for an individual or $500,000 in a married couple where you can take that money and not pay a dime of income taxes on it. Now, Mr. Trump obviously has a very great understanding of the real estate market. Despite what you may feel about him personally, he clearly made his money in the real estate market. So if he's utilizing the homestead tax exemption, it's something you should probably be paying attention to, right? So what we teach here on the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast is whether you're a full-time investor who wants to buy and sell property quickly, you should be looking at foreclosures because a lot of great deals there or you're an owner-occupant buyer looking to buy a property to live in for you and your family, you should understand that A, buy low, sell high, which is the essence of buying a foreclosure, but B, how long should you keep that property before you look to put it back on the market? Well, with the homestead tax exemption, you should be looking to own that property for two years exactly, right? That's the best benefit you can get from it. And if you were willing to move every two years, Exactly. The benefits you would get from that would be you yourself would be getting a tax 
free income increase every two years up to $250,000. Now, is it likely you're going to buy a house and it goes up in value by $250,000 in two years? Unless you're buying in the million-dollar range, probably, probably not. not. Right. Okay. Now, but if you buy one house, you make 30, 40,000 on it, then you do it again and you make 70 to 80,000 on it. Then you do it again. You make 160,000 on it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Over time, you may find yourself in a position where that tax benefit, if you figure short term income tax rates, the 20 to 25% what the feds want to keep from that money, it may save you a fortune to understand how this exemption works. Okay, so we're going to talk today about how to utilize the homestead tax exemption to buy a property and profit from it and how ultimately you can find yourself instead of the plan we were given as kids by our parents to buy a house and live in it for 30 plus years, making every payment on time and finally taking our walker up to the counter on the last oh, day. I'm, I'm so finally going to pay off my, my house. It's incredible. <laughs> it's paid for. One way to do it, or while you're still young and hopefully pretty, you can. Like me. <laughs> You can buy the house, live there for a couple of years, sell the property, pocket all the income, roll it into another property, rinse and repeat until you're paying cash for a property, ideally within five to six houses, instead of waiting 30 years to get to a no mortgage situation, right? So how do you do it? Well, it's quite simple, actually. Buy low and sell high, live there for two years, fix it up during that two years, and treat it as your home because I understand that it's your home. Listen, guys, I love nothing more than coming home and plopping my feet up on my couch and watching TV, okay? I'm not saying that during the time you're in a property, it shouldn't feel and be your home. I raise my children in my foreclosure properties, okay? This is not something where you're, you know, it's just an investment, but if you can treat it also as an investment, it's going to change your life financially and otherwise. It's going to make you look at real estate purchasing as something that could make you rich rather than something that just takes a monthly payment out of your checkbook every month to provide for a mortgage. You see what I'm saying? It is simply a mindset shift. And the very wealthy people a.k.a. Mr. Trump, have figured out that by moving every couple of years, and I don't know how long he's been in his house currently, if you stay for 10 years, we're not talking about the White House. He didn't buy that one. They let him live there for free. right? I can only imagine the mortgage on that bad boy. You know, If you were to buy that third, I, I read somewhere, if the White House were sold, it would go for about $60 million, $70 million, somewhere in there. Not so the mortgage much. payment would be in the neighborhood of $120,000, 130000 a month. right? Ah, come on now. Pocket change, baby, right? But he doesn't own that one, right? But his other properties, he's currently a resident of the state of New York. He's moving down to the state of Florida. And I'm guessing, knowing Trump, he's going to sell something in there. He's going to pocket all of the return on that up to a half a million dollars. And knowing Mr. Trump, his houses are probably worth more than that in the gap. But half a million dollars in homestead tax exemption to move to Florida where he will enjoy lower income taxes. Lower property taxes. Makes sense. And he can take advantage of the homestead tax exemption, not pay taxes on any of it. Mm -hmm. Right? So whether you like him or not, you should follow the lead of successful real estate investors. And successful real estate. And I'd be willing to bet that Mr. Trump, wherever he's, he's got a really nice house in Florida, but when he buys houses, I can assure you, he never pays retail for them. Right? If you're listed at $8 million, he's going to offer you six Because he can. <laughs> Right? 
So you need to take that mindset as well. Go out there, buy yourself a deal, plan on living there for 24 months exactly, right? And then at that 24 month mark, start deciding what you wanna do as far as getting a new property. Start making a decision on how you're going to transition out. I'm not saying pull your kids out of the schools. I don't wanna you know, upset my kids' livelihood, but you can probably find another great deal right there in your neighborhood as a foreclosure, live in that new one for two years, fix it up just a little bit, pocket that equity, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. You know, this, this doesn't have to be so final. Right, it, it, home ownership should not be. I bought my house, put a white picket fence up on it. I'm gonna live here for the rest of my existence. Everybody I ever talked to as a first-time home buyer started out with that mindset. Right, mm-hmm. they came in. I'm gonna buy my house. I'm never leaving. <laughs> this is gonna be my home forever. And pretty much 98% of them in about two to five years, and that's the national average. Is we currently live in our homes from three to five years before we're looking to transition to a different property, find some reason why they're transitioning out. Maybe got a better job, time to upgrade, had another baby. You know what causes that, right? Okay. Maybe the kids have hit teenage years, you need another place to store their cars. Whatever the reason is, life doesn't stay stagnant. What makes you think your house will? You know, And now so these really smart, wealthy people figured out, well, we should not have to pay taxes on that gain, and they passed this homestead tax exemption that mostly wealthy people use, but people who are on their way to building wealth should consider using it as well. Right? Plan ahead. We're going to live here for two years. We're going to sell this property or you know, turn it into a rental, and we're going to move on to our next property. And if you are doing that well, and the way you're going to do it well is by hiring a good foreclosure-focused real estate agent, by buying a deal and helping to locate the deals on your own, don't just rely on your agent. Some agents are very well-versed in foreclosures, and some of them literally have never touched a foreclosure home. But when you're talking with your agent, if your agent's me, you won't have to have this talk, but when you're talking with your agent, you need to explain to them, I want to buy a house, but it's got to be a great deal. Only show me the deal. Right, And I would tell you a handful of time in my long career as a real estate agent, people who were not investors ever said that to me because most of them just wanted to buy a house. You know, And I'm not knocking that at all. But now that you know about this homestead tax exemption where you can sell that property and pocket up to a quarter million dollars in return completely tax-free, can you see yourself looking at buying a house a little bit differently? I know I can for sure. Because that's the goal. Right? The goal is you're just figuring out, can we swing this payment for the next 24 months? Right? Yeah. And that means that I'm not at all encouraging you to overbuy or buy a property that you just can't afford. But in the mindset of can we do this for two years and then sell this at a profit, you should buy the largest, most expensive house you can afford. Mm-hmm. Right? And that seems counter if it's a deal. So you need to hear what I said very carefully there. I'm sorry. Buy the largest, most expensive house you can afford. That's a good deal. Right, Because if you bought a deal, you'll never be in trouble. In two years, if you bought a deal, you'll be selling that property. I bought you know, my last primary residence in Colorado Springs for $430,000 about six, seven years ago. Today, it's worth about seven fifty. Right? That's, no, that's some, uh, that's Good equity return, right? That's a lot of return right there. And I, like I am that. the tender age of 41 and getting prettier with every year. But as I advance in age, my net worth is advancing as well. 
right? As opposed to a lot of people who are just scraping by, paying by the literally hundreds of dollars, and that's all you're getting the first couple of years of a mortgage. A couple hundred dollars is being applied towards principal, right? So you're making so little in that gap in that two years that the only real benefit to paying a mortgage during that two years is if you're going to get out at a profit within that two-year time frame. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? So it's just an entirely big mindset shift as to what we were taught by previous generations on home buying. Right? You really want to be focused on, is this a good deal? Am I buying something that's going to benefit me in the future? And if the answer is no, just don't do it. You know, it it shocks me when I see GM, I I love, you know, I'm a big fan of the Cadillac Escalade. I own several of them. That car is going for $80,000, $90,000 right now. Right? Like, like new build properties, it is so much fun to buy a new build, right? Nobody's ever lived there before. The carpet's brand new. You just lay out and spread out on the floor. I bought this brand new house. But here's the problem, you know, and I sell a lot of new builds, so I'm not knocking new build sales. What I'm saying is you as a smart consumer listening to this podcast has got to understand that you're speculating that a new build will go up in value. You're hoping that the market will continue to rise at the rate it has for the last couple of years. So you're buying based on, I believe this will go up in value. But with a foreclosure, we've taken the speculation out. We knew when you bought it that you're buying $20,000, dollars $50,000 in equity on day one. You've got to unlock some of that equity in the form of sweat equity by doing work to the property. But we're not speculating at all. And when you buy a house with my team, we give you a $10,000 equity guarantee, which says that on the day you turn the key on that property, the difference between what you paid for it and what it is worth on that day will be 10 grand, or we'll give you $10,000 in cash. Never pay the 10 grand out, not even once. He likes money. I don't, I don't see I, I am not doing that. I'm not trying but, to do that. But the reason I put the guarantee is literally to put my money where my mouth is. And explain that we're going to find you a deal below market, not just a house, right? How do we determine what the market value of the property is? It's very simple. We look at everything else that's sold in the neighborhood in the last six months, and we determine that this amount of square foot in roughly this condition will go for this price. We know we have to improve the condition to get where it is today to where we're going to sell it at that profit. But we know that if we improve the condition, normally by just pouring a nice can of paint on the walls, replacing the flooring, getting some nice appliances, that's, that describes 80, 85% of the foreclosures that I sell just need that. Okay. When we improve the condition, we now raise the value to where the market will absorb that property at a normal retail rate as opposed to the distressed foreclosure rate. And the good news is, if you've lived there for two years out of the last five, you're now selling it, and the IRS is not coming knocking on your door saying, hey, heard you made 40 grand on that house. You want to send us our cut? No, I don't. I do not. You go away, (laughs) Mr. IRS. You be gone. Right? You don't have to worry about that because you bought a deal. Right? You don't have to worry about that because now you know about the foreclosure, the homestead tax exemption. And if you're buying and selling foreclosures and living there for a little while, you're going to benefit from that because now you are getting a continual source of equity building instant and then pay down and then appreciation if the market continues to go up. Right? So just a wonderful way to take advantage of the few tax benefits that still benefit normal people, guys like you and me, 
right? The homestead tax exemption was one of the things that I really keyed into when I was first getting into foreclosure. I go, let me see if I get this. When I sell the house, I can sell it for more than I was making at the time. I had 40,000 in income. I was making maybe 35 grand a year. So if I make $40,000 on the sale of this property, I can sell it and not pay a dime in taxes? That's right. Now you don't have to go buy another house with it. Right? You probably should roll that equity into something else. But if you've got some high interest debt you need to pay down, if you've got, uh, you know, if you've got other things you need to do with that money, put your kids through college or whatever, you can do so completely tax-free if you're utilizing this homestead tax exemption. So you got to use this, right? And if I have not explained it clearly to you, go talk to your CPA. I am not an accountant. I'm not a tax attorney or anything. But this is a pretty easy one. Live in the house for two to five years. Don't pay taxes up to a quarter million dollars, right? It's pretty simple, okay? So utilize that, but also don't sit still. My best clients buy four houses a year with me. My retail clients buy a house every two years because every two years I go knock on their door and go, hey, that house we sold you for 250 is worth 290 now. Time to make 40 grand. You ready to move? You know? And of course, you don't have to sell your property when that day comes, but at least you have the option and you know that if you do so, you're going to make some money on the deal. Financial flexibility and financial freedom. That's what it sounds like to me. That's the goal, right? Because we're not here to do this for 30 years trying to make payments. We're trying to escape. Oh, man, for sure. I want out, right? I want to get to the point where I don't have to work another day in my life. I want to get you to the point where you don't have to work another day in your life. But as long as Mr. Mortgage comes a knocking, that is one pretty massive bill in most cases. You know, and the average mortgage, they, they approve you based on 30% of your income, right? So one-third of what you make right now is going towards that mortgage bill. What if it was gone? Now you got utilities, property taxes, mm -hmm. right? What else? And food. All right. Because you, you got to eat. Yeah, for sure. Got to eat, right? But you don't have to worry about that $1,800, $2,400 a month payment going out every month to your mortgage lender because you paid that property off and you've done so in a 10-year time frame rather than waiting for the 30-year time frame, Right? Of course, you could pay it off quicker if you do the 15-year payment. I always encourage my clients to get a 30-year mortgage and then pay it down in 15 years. If you're in a position to do that, please do that. Keep Think of it as a savings account because we're still going to sell the house in two years. But because you were paying it down at an accelerated rate, you have made a little bit more of a dent in the equity of that property. And now you can reduce the time it takes you to get to that fifth or sixth house all the sooner. Right, So this requires some financial responsibility on your part. It requires, you know, after I've sold my clients a house, I can't control how much you pay on it, what you go fix, etc. I'm just simply here to advise you on what I would do if I were in your position to build my financial future and treat this like an investment rather than just a place to live. You know, so we're at the end of the show here today. Hey, listen, just a couple of things to note, some housekeeping issues. If you have not shared the podcast with your friends, what are you waiting for? Or do you not have friends? Right? It's one of the two, right? So like, get it out there because we get our best traffic from, hey, my buddy's listening to your show and he sent it to me. And now I'm, I'm a huge fan of yours. I appreciate it. I got a letter to that effect and it was awesome. Stop you know? trying to hug all the foreclosure information, guys. Give That's it what it is. People just want to share. Out, share and share alike, man. You got to share, right? Share. So share this with your friends. Somebody who's out there, if you've got a family member or friend looking to buy their first time home before they pull the trigger and go buy this retail property, encourage them to listen to just a couple episodes of the show. Hopefully it'll steer them them a little bit and help them to make the right decision going forward.
You know what I mean? And secondly, keep those questions coming. Keep asking how you can get into the foreclosure market. We get a lot of great questions out there, and we have all the answers related to foreclosure buying. Whether you're looking to finance it, how you're going to fix it, what needs to get done, listen to the show. But if you've got specific questions, head on out to the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast page on Facebook. Just look for Foreclosure Deals Coach, and it'll walk you through getting through that process. You can reach out to us. We'll answer those questions for you. So we're going to wrap it up with that. If you'd like to keep the show real short and sweet, hope you guys had a great time listening. We certainly had a great time recording this in every episode. And guys, listen, when you're out there looking, I know you want to find a place to live, but remember this one thing. Don't you dare buy a house. Buy a deal. deal. Who you was, where you got here Only God can judge me, so I'm gone Either love me or leave me alone